Hey everyone, it's Cheryl and Tony. Welcome to this Wednesday morning edition of the Disney Drive Time Podcast. How's it going? It's going pretty good. Excellent. There is big news in the world of Disney today. Yeah, big news. And um, I've been out and about, so I really haven't seen this, so you're going to tell me all about it. That's I right. just know that Bob Iger has stepped down immediately. Or as Cheryl wrote it down five <laughs> minutes ago... I said, you know what the first, what the top story is, right? She said, yes, I do. She said, Michael Eisner. I'm like, whoa, 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 whoa. You're about 15 years too late there, sweetheart. I had a temporary brain fart. Yes, there you go. So it was announced today that uh, Bob Iger will be replaced immediately by Bob Chapek as the CEO of the Walt Disney Company. Um, Bob Iger has been the CEO and chief executive for 15 years He's been with Disney for 45 years, primarily worked in ABC. Um, and uh, yeah, he's. Uh, so Bob Chapek. Yes. What's his background? Bob Chapek was the chairman of Disney Parks Experience and Products. So he was the guy when, when Galaxy's Edge opened in Florida, he did the opening. So he was kind of like so the guy overseeing the parks. So he's been heading up Disney World or all the parks? All the parks. Including uh, Domestic parks. Okay. So Disneyland and Disney World. Yes. He also has a hand in the uh, products. So he's all about intellectual property. And that's one of the main complaints about Bob Chapek is that he's not really into innovation. He just wants to continue to use the intellectual property that Disney owns and build upon that. Right. Whereas Bob Iger wants to go out and buy Fox and go out and buy Marvel and go out and buy, uh, you know, uh, Lucas, uh, the Star Wars franchise right. and, um, you know, create Disney, Disney Plus. You know, the stuff that Bob Iger did in his uh, 15 years as CEO is amazing. Um, the uh, He is going to remain with the company for 22 months. He is going to remain as the executive chairman of the company until his contract expires at the end of 2021. Uh, so it, there is going to be a transition. Uh, it just does. It seems like it was a very rough. That was very move. Um, there had been talk originally. His contract expired in 2019. Uh, the board uh, did extend him through 2021. So he said that you know he would he would stay through 2021 to get through the the, the 50th anniversary, all of the mergers, the Fox deal, and whatnot. And we're through that. And now he says he just wants to focus on Disney's creative. Uh, endeavors. He doesn't want to deal with the business anymore. He did uh, speak with uh, CNBC at 530. Both he, he and Bob Chapek did a dual interview with, uh, what's her name, Borstein. Um, and we already have the link posted on our page. I posted it there last night. So it's uh, it's up and you can take a look at it. It's maybe a 10, 15 minute long segment. Um, but this is, uh, you know, my concern is the Golden Mickey's uh, how soon are they going to get Bob Chapek into one? Or are they going to have to go back to the old oh one? Oh my gosh. Or maybe that, they could just get rid of the whole stupid thing. Or they're going to have to go back to the old version that had Whoopi Goldberg instead of uh, Bob Iger. Oh, half of the people listening to this don't even know what the Golden Mickeys are. It's a show on the cruise ship that incorporates Bob Iger in, in its story via video. And it's interesting once, and after once, it's just pretty bad. Oh, you're such a naysayer. <laughs> so Bob Chapek is the seventh CEO in Disney's nearly 100-year history. Uh, he has been with the company for 27 years. Uh, he says he's very honored and humbled to assume the role in what he believes is the greatest company of the world. And um, he's been lucky to have a front row seat as a member of Bob Iger's leadership team. Now, was he the one that was slated to take over? 
actually there was a guy who was slated to take take over years ago and they got rid of him uh maybe four or five years ago mm, so yeah, i can't remember that they've kind of been i don't know if they've been grooming chapek to do it but uh it just comes as a real surprise move and you know, me being a glass glass half empty kind of guy, it, it something just seems off. Definitely, it seems off. Like the minute, so I was walking to my car today, and it was four, I don't know, four thirty, and the announcement broke like while I was walking through the parking garage, and I looked at my phone and I saw the announcement, and the first thing I thought was. Bob Chapek's got like nude pictures of Bob Iger. Yeah, right? <laughs> I know. You know. Well, yeah, that was my first thought was what did he do like terribly wrong? Right. Like, that how, they can't have him be the head of the company anymore. Right. Like how long? Like it's 4.30. By the time I get home, TMZ should have broken the story <laughs> about Bob Iger sacrificing cats and bathing in the blood of goats or something. Right. You know, something crazy like that. Yeah. Uh, then as, as, uh, you know, my, I got my wits a little bit more about me. I thought, well, geez, maybe he's going to announce that he's got, you know, like some incurable yeah, disease. Pancreatic cancer or right. something like that. You know, yeah, and, and he needs to take the time off for treatment, but there's no mention of it. Um, unfortunately, Disney stock took like a 6% hit today at, at the end of the uh, market. So trading. that's my last thought. Um, after the two, I went the same process that you did. Um, but and my third thought would be, you know, what does it do to the market when this happens? And it was this strategic as, you know, as was this planned as a strategy by Disney um, for market reasons? I don't know what market reasons. Right. I don't know how the market works exactly and what this would do, what the benefit or or um, the difficulty with it would be. But, you know, maybe in looking at trends and figuring things out that they decided that the best way to do it was to just, you know, drop the bomb. Well, it's, it's very odd. The market was having a bad day today to begin with. Um, that dropped dropped big time, um, and then Disney does this announcement, which is kind of suspect. Uh, you know, I just wonder they they did their first quarter earnings reports. We already know that the second quarter earnings are going to be way off because you've got two out of your theme parks closed over in Asia because of this virus. There's no idea how long they're going to be closed, how long until they get back into operation. So they're talking about losing hundreds of millions of dollars on the bottom line, yeah, and that's going to affect things. So. Um, you can say that, you know, is he going out on a high with the success of Disney Plus and the quote unquote success of Galaxy's Edge? Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, you also look at the fact that Marv- uh, that Disney had the largest uh, year ever for box office. You know, I think there were seven films that broke a billion dollars. Nobody's ever reached these kind of numbers before. So, you know, was 2019 a great year for Disney? Yes. 2020, however... Is is starting off to be a bit of a of a rough start. Um, you think he just jumped ship when he thought that maybe it's not going to be as good. I don't know. He said that you know he wanted to get them through the Fox merger and uh, through Disney Plus, and he's like, I've done that now. And I said that when I was done with that, my time would go. But it just you know, as much as any large company like that has a succession plan in place, it's you, you would normally expect them to say, Hey, today is February twenty fifth, and on April 1st, Bob Chapek's going to assume the role of CEO exactly. and Bob Iger is going to maintain the, uh, you know, executive chair position um, yeah, with the company. There's some sort of reason behind it. Yeah. And, and I don't know what it is. And I don't know that we'll ever know what it is. So frustrating. I hate when you can never know. But, you know, Bob Iger took over after Michael Eisner and, and Michael Eisner was great in the beginning. Uh, and just had a very rough patch at the end. There were, you know, they were talking, uh, you know, stockholder, uh, uh, you know, revolts and, uh, 
uh, selling the company to Comcast and uh, then the whole thing with Roy Disney. So uh, Bob might be going out a little better than Michael, but it's it's sad to see him go because the company really did flourish under his, his leadership. All right. Well, we'll see how the other Bob does. Right. Okay. Moving away from that and moving to uh, the Disney parks in Epcot, Spaceship Earth is going to be reimagined. That's right. Finally, uh, for the fourth time in its history, uh, since opening in 1982, uh, beginning May 26th, Spaceship Earth is going to be down for an extended period of time while it is reimagined. Um, I believe the last the last time it was reimagined, the focus was on communication. Right. You know, and they started with the whole thing with when they could communicate, they could stalk the uh, the woolly mammoths. And the new thing is now you're going to see how um, things are transformed by the power of light. And how little role in our shared human journey. Is someone sponsoring it? Like, what's the whole light? There's no word on sponsorship. I'm wondering if it's, I don't know. It's got to be. Like Siemens doing it again. Or, or who's, who are the big light companies? GE? I don't know. I don't they're, know. they're you know, they're, they're still losing sponsorship. Like, I know that Test Track is getting ready to drop their sponsor. They're not yeah. renewing. Um, but, uh, yeah, this is a very ambitious um, refurb. And uh, we'll see what Disney delivers. It, it might be down for upwards of a year. Wow. You know? Well, we'll um, ride it in April, but that might be the last time we ride it in its old... Uh, it'd definitely be the last time we ride it in its old form. Well, unless we get there in May. There are artists' renderings out of the Egypt section, which just incorporates lighted hieroglyphics. Um, I don't know what that does. It's a lot better than the old rumors when when they were last time they were going to shut it down and put a roller coaster in there. If you remember, <laughs> I don't remember that. No. Um, so you know, time will tell. Okay. At the Magic Kingdom, there's been the announcement that Mickey's Not So Scary Halloween Party tickets are going on sale. They are. They are they are, on sale yet? They are on sale. They okay. may be purchased. Um, there are looks like 36 dates beginning. August 13th nice. is when the Halloween season begins. Oh, uh, we can't go to the Mickey's uh, Not-So-Scary Halloween Party and Spaceship Earth one more last time. Right. Uh, I would not be surprised if next year the uh, Not-So-Scary Halloween Party begins on July 4th. Well, mm-hmm. we'll get through July 4th weekend, Maybe. and then we'll we'll get into the Mickey's Not-So-Scary. Um, as usual, you know, it's a hard-ticketed event, which means that it closes to regular guests. The park opens at, uh, what are they, official start time is 7. Mm-hmm. You seven can get de- in, but you can get in at 4 with a Halloween party ticket. Sometimes earlier, depending no, upon if you're, if you're DVC. They did 2 o'clock okay, last sorry. year. Um, so there are special fireworks. There's a special parade. There are special treats. There's trick-or-treating. Some attractions have Halloween uh, layovers, overlays. Um, so yeah, so 13 nights between August 13th and November 13, 36 nights between August 13th and November 1st tickets start at $85 and go up to $149 per person. That is insanity. Now that 149 is definitely Halloween. On Halloween night. Yeah. Uh, Maybe a one you, or two other dates. Right. As you get closer to Halloween, the pricing will increase. Yeah, those August 14th. Well, that first party is actually probably somewhat expensive, but those dates um, in the toward the end of August are probably your $89 or right. whatever it is, $86. $85. So... Um, I love to go to that, but it's getting more expensive. All the things that like are fun and people love, they, they figure that out and just keep banging the price up. Yeah. And as I was waiting for the interview on CNN today, that was one of the points is they're raising the prices. They're raising the prices to keep people away from the parks, to lower the crowds and the people keep coming. 
Right. So, so now they keep raising the prices. Right. And so all you're doing is paying more and, and still getting get, paying more, getting less and being frustrated by crowds because mm-hmm. they're busier than ever when you go. And, you know, you feel like, all right, well, I'm paying a fortune, but, you know, what? it'll be great. But then right. you get there and it's, and it's not, a zoo. Yeah. Um, okay. In Hollywood Studios, a hazmat team was called in for a chemical spill. That's right. 255 gallons of sodium hypochlorite spilled from a storage tank onto the ground, um, which is behind the Beauty and the Beast stage and near the Tower of Terror. And uh, they had to call in the hazmat team to clean it, clean it up. The sodium hydrochlorite is usually used for uh, a bleach as a bleaching agent or a disinfectant. No waterways were affected, and the spill was contained, um, but the Florida Department of Enviro- Environmental Protection uh, did have to be co- contacted and wrote a report on it because it was a chemical spill. Do you think Hercules got hurt in the spill? I hope not. So Hercules has been doing some meet and greets at Hollywood Studios, and it looks like Meg also, so that's a little bit uh, odd. Yeah, very odd. They've been... Uh, They've been seen greeting guests out by the exit to the Tower of Terror. And, you know, this is kind of something that they will do occasionally um, when testing new characters or bringing in new uh, character trainees. Because I know in Epcot, they have that section where you can do meet and greets. They do that actually at the resorts a lot. So Mm -hmm. every once in a while, you'll see a character just like doing a meet and greet at a resort, which is super odd. Um, but that's what they are. They're trainees. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, um, you know, they think maybe Hercules is uh, there in preparation for, uh, you know, a, a new meet and greet that he's going to be doing for some after hours event, possibly. Yes. But like Hercules, really? Right. Um, over at Disneyland, our very favorite parade, the behind um, the Magic Happens Parade has some behind the scenes choreography. That we can take a look at. That's right. It is debuting in three days. I'm excited. Um, Magic Happens will be wandering down Main Street. There are 90 plus performers. So with 90 performers, you have to choreograph that. Um, We'll post a video on the page that shows the uh, cast members rehearsing the opening number called A Swirl of Magic, as well as how they bring the ocean to life in the Moana number called A Wave of Magic. And remember... Magic happens. It does. Yes. Especially in Disneyland. Um, at Not in Disneyland, but in um, California Adventure, Jesse's Critter Carousel is going to be closed for a one-week refurbishment. That's right. They're closed now, and they will be closed through March 4th. Okay. Hasn't even been open for a year yet. I know. That's crazy. Um, Impossible Foods has now the preferred plant-based meat option at Disney. That's right. That's uh, That's big news. Over the years... Disney has had uh, many meatless brands, including Morningstar Farms, Gardein, and Beyond. Uh, but now they are officially sticking with um, Impossible, Impossible foods. foods and making them the official meatless meat. Well, I hope if you like to eat meatless that Impossible Foods is your favorite because that's all you're going to get. I know. Um, a Disney Parks app is now has a new game. It's Mickey and Minnie's Trivia Time. That's right. The the Play Disney Parks app, which uh, you can use in Disney World and Disneyland, um, has a new trivia game called Mickey and Minnie's Trivia Time. Mouse rules apply. Uh, with these digital games, you can um, play trivia games and earn digital achievements. So Whatever that means. Well, it's like little badges, like oh. when you're 
you know, online the way the kids do. <laughs> but there are five trivia packs containing hundreds of questions from uh, Mickey and Minnie's debut in Steamboat Willie to today. Some of the trivia packs are available at home, but others can only be unlocked after experiencing Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway or watching Vacation Fun at the Mickey Shorts Theater. Is Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway coming to California also? Well, supposedly. Okay. In 2022, okay. I believe. Yeah, I thought I had heard that. It's going to uh, Toontown. Okay. But that's one of the big things is they think uh, uh, Chapek is the guy who cuts all the entertainment. Ah. And so we'll see. Yeah. <laughs> we'll see. Um, Tokyo Disney has released uh, some updated guidelines related to the coronavirus. That's right. Um, They had two previous guidelines, and that was, one, please use hand sanitizer in all park restrooms after washing your hands. Two, if you begin to feel unwell in the park, please contact the nearest cast member. And they have now added a third guideline uh, as of today, and that is that guests feeling unwell due to possible cold symptoms are requested to refrain from visiting the parks. Mm. Yeah. So um, while it sounds like common sense, it's, uh, you know, they've just posted it. Disney has their upcoming Fantasyland expansion. And uh, Tokyo is supposed to be the site of the 2020 Olympics. Oh. So who knows what's going to go on right, go on there. Um, cast members are still, still have the option to wear masks if they choose. Japan right now has the fourth most cases of the COVD-19 virus, because coronavirus was too cool to say, I guess. <laughs> um, they have 159 confirmed cases and one death. Okay. Um, a new cruise has been announced, a Disney Vacation Club member cruise. That's right. The DVC 2021 DVC member cruise uh, will depart on June 12th and return on June 17th. So that's one, two, three, four, five night sailing. Uh, They're going to start off in Port Canaveral, have a day at sea, go to Cozumel, another day at sea, Castaway Key, and then uh, Port Canaveral. So it's essentially a Western Caribbean cruise with one stop. Mm, Well, two stops. Half half Western Caribbean, half Bahamas. Right. Since they never make it, since we never make it to uh, Grand Cayman. But at least we did do Jamaica. Right. Right. They're just going all the way across to Cozumel and then running back to Castaway Key. So that is a special cruise that non-DVC members cannot go on. I hear they sell out really quickly, too. Uh, they usually do. And they uh, the DVC ev- essentially charters the entire ship. Cool. Yeah. Not as cool oh, to me. Oh, very cool. How dare you? <laughs> uh, Star Wars has released some new stories. That's right. So there is a new Star Wars storyline being launched, I guess you want to call it. Um, it is called The High Republic. And they are beginning a publishing campaign in 2020. 20. Uh, this is supposed to be, these are, these are stories that take place before uh, the Star Wars universe as we know it. So there's no Luke, no Vader. Uh, this is about 200 years before the event of the Phantom Menace. Uh, the Galactic Republic and the Jedi Order are at their height. And um, there's going to be books, comic books, graphic novels, and young adult novels creating this universe. There are no plans right now to do a movie. Um, But it's going to show the Jedi as guardians of peace and justice. And uh, pretty big news that uh, there's going to be a Wookiee Jedi in this series. Super fun. Yeah, well, not for you. No, I don't don't know. I'm reading Facebook. You're not allowed. I'm I'm not going to tell you any of this. I'm not even paying attention. Okay, good. (laughs) Well, since she's not paying attention, we might as well just end the show. So until tomorrow, I'm Tony. And I'm Cheryl. And you've been listening to the Disney Drive Time Podcast.